Hello. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It feels like it's been longer than a week, by the way. It really has. I like, don't know this why. past week was like the longest four weeks of my life. Yeah. And we're only five days into June. Yeah. <sighs> like the I had the longest four day work week of my life. Yeah. Yeah. The longest short week ever. Yeah, it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Friday went by really fast though. Go figure. Somehow. Appreciate it. Either it way. all just kind of blended together for me. Blending. Blending. Yeah. Blend. Blend. So yeah. What's up? What's apple appling? Not much. Just uh watering my plants today. Doing the bottom bottom watering. Did you see my little baby maters? I did, your little tiny sprout. <laughs> they're growing up so fast. Were they tomatoes? Is yeah, they're you, tomatoes. That's what you sent me a picture of? Yeah. Oh, little baby I tomato it was balls. Your bonsai. No, I oh no, I put it on Discord. That's what I did. Uh and my bonsai has another baby sprout today. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The little baby bonsai sprout. Yep, I put the bonsai sprout and the little tomato on Discord yeah. and our little planting. I see it. I'll give you a little heart. Oh, I so sad it. That is pretty good. Don't know where it went. Anywho. Anywho, what do you got planned for the week ahead that they'll listen to after it's already happened? Um... Yep. Good. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Work. Oh That's well. Fine. Yeah. Work. Work. But uh, for our listeners, I am going to start uh, getting signups for people who are interested in fantasy football. Yeah. Starting our little fantasy football league. Um, getting Discord kind of ready with it for the ones on Discord, so they can read the rules and kind of do some research. And uh, if we can get enough people. We'll try to do like a beginner league and a veteran league, you know, for people who've done it for years and years. Otherwise, they'll try to take advantage. Eric has already tried to get in on the beginner's league. I told him no. Nope. Denied, Eric. You are way too veteran to be playing beginner. Get out of here. So he told me I couldn't do it. And I said, well, I'm not a cheater and I'm not going to try to like trade somebody their, you know, second round pick for somebody who's injured so um yeah and being the commissioner like everything that i do is on display so everybody can see across the board make sure everybody's getting fair treatment yes so um if we do have a veteran league then eric will probably i will allow him to be part of that but if we don't get enough people but we have enough for just one league then we'll just do the beginner league and let everybody learn who wants to learn it's a lot of fun. You don't have to watch football every day, although it does make it a lot more fun if you do watch your players. But all the scoring and everything is on the little app that we're going to be using. So, And are you also going to be posting this on the Facebook? Yes, it Instagram? will be posted on the socials. Yeah, it will be all that will be posted on the socials. Um, the only catch is if you want to play, you do have to email us. Um, but all the details will be in that fantasy football post on the email. What are you drinking over there? 
That uh, almost looked like moss. Absent. Okay. Absent. So we have a whole bottle of that in my freezer that Eric refuses to drink. He thought it'd be a great idea to get some, and just uh, we neither one of us like it. So absent. Mm-hmm. He says it tastes like black licorice. Yep. Okay. Did you guys not do your research before you bought a big ass bottle of it? It was one of those we had already been drinking, and that was a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. So when you come to visit, you'll have a whole bottle. <laughs> I don't know if I need a whole bottle. <laughs> It'll be nice and cold because we do have it in the freezer. But awesome. Yeah. So we got that going for us. Yes. Uh, but anyways, back to fantasy football. Uh, yeah, I'm getting everything together. But if I can start getting emails, if you're interested and you want to play, send me the email now because next month I'll need to start sending out the invites to invite you to the league so you can create your own team. Yep. And then we can set up a draft day where you can get your players. Yep. Probably middle of August and then... Now, uh-huh. this is a no money fantasy football. Yes, no money. This is just beginner. Okay, learn how to and then play. There's clearly an obvious winner. Uh huh. So for our league, whoever that winner is, we can send some merch to. Uh yeah. Let's uh. Once we get everybody in there, we can yeah. vote, have a vote on what the winning prize will be or prize is. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I think that would be cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's a great idea. Well, that'll be exciting. Yeah. We'll start. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. I promise. Yes. I'm the commissioner in a very high up there league, and we have a lot of fun. Like, we put a lot of money on the line, and we have a championship belt that we send to the winner and they get to take pictures with them all year. It's it's a lot of fun. We get a little crazy and it's really competitive because everybody knows everything. Yeah. And we've been playing with each other for about eight years now. So it's been, yes, it's, I'm sure it gets intense. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. It's a lot of fun, but this is going to be basic. Yes. Like no money, just, just funds. Yep. Learning. Learning and then if learning you want how to, take to get it up psycho. A notch, yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you want to take it up a notch, there's always next year. So yeah. yeah. But well that's exciting. That's really the only new announcement that I have okay. as far as I know. Excellent. I knew I should have wrote shit down. I don't <sighs> have anything new. Yeah. Nothing new. Just the same shit. Wake up, go to work, <laughs> play video games. I am going to push Discord real quick. If you're not on our Discord, you're missing out on some serious plant knowledge. (laughs) And uh, I'm just going to let you know that cherries and loofahs are coming. And it's Sarah's fault. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Ma'am, no ma'am. The loofahs, not my problem. She sent me the Instagram video on loofahs. I did, on the loofah, and I was like, oh, great idea. I will take But I wasn't going to act on it, because I was like, well, you know, it's just one thing. And then Sarah sent me the cherries, and I was like, oh, I love cherries. And went to Amazon and bought cherries and loofah seeds and, like, little seed greenhouse packets 
Sabrina, so you the just, dude on the video literally tells you how you can do it for like fucking cheap. Well, yeah, it's cheap as fuck. The seeds were only no, like two dollars. I'm not talking about the seeds, girl. I'm talking about like the planting thing. You could have just used leftover planting containers and water bottles. Yeah, I don't have any planting containers. Dollar General has them for a dollar. Well, yeah. For four. Well, those little trees, like I, I got like fifty something for like twelve bucks. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not bad. Okay. I'll okay. forgive you. I'll was, stop judging. It was cheap as fuck. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any money to spend. So yeah, don't if worry. It's not cheap. <laughs> Me I am not gonna get it. <laughs> Let me see. What is this? I'm pulling it up. I got this on Amazon. Oh, it's a rhyming Tuesday. Yay. Okay, so it is a 120 cells seeding starter kit for like $14. And it even comes with its own little utensils yeah. and a little squitzer. Spritzer. Yeah. Well, she's going to so. blame me for it. Was it. Oh, that was my question. Do you even use those loofahs, like that type of loofah? Fuck no, I don't. But, yeah, you bought seeds to grow your own. Guess what everybody's getting for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Cherry trees and loofahs. Woohoo! Oh you get God. a loofah. You get a loofah. And the cool thing is, I don't even have to give them a full loofah bar. I'll just cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> You cheap ass. <laughs> I told you, I don't have no money. You want the rest of the loofah? You got to pay me for it. No, I'm kidding. That's ridiculous. But uh, I wish you all the luck in your loofah planting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's too funny. So uh, we have Roma tomatoes, right? And they're growing. They've, they've gone through their the ringer of fungus and, and stuff. Uh -huh. So they're growing. But our tomatoes are like tiny. Uh -huh. They're like maybe an inch tall, maybe half an inch wide. And they're already turning red. I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. My husband's convinced that they're mini Romas. Mini Romas? Okay. Like what you find in like the multi-pack of... Mm -hmm. Yes. And I was like, like the little cherry tomatoes? Yes, but Roma size. Okay. And flavor. But we have five left, but the plant is regrowing itself from the bottom. Oh. And we well, still have cool. all summer, so we'll see how it goes. And then the big boy tomato plant that one of my coworkers gave me is finally starting to grow. Yay! The pepper plant looks bad. Uh-oh. It's just got one leaf. I think my husband over-fungicided it. it. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that's but okay. Other than that, all the rest of our plants look good. Our basil looks really good. Our cilantro looks really good. impromptu break time it's wonderful husbands can't live with them can't live with them Moving <laughs> 100% <laughs> correct <laughs> I swear to god if anything were to happen between your, you and your husband and mine and my husband like we might as well just live together yeah we're gonna be lesbians it's cool no it's like we don't have to be lesbians we can just be we're, no we're telling everybody we're lesbians well yes yes just so they don't mess with us but mm -hmm. i do like rainbows so it would work out i'm just like but yeah. i think we would probably do okay oh yeah, yeah. be great mm -hmm. be great yeah. 
<sighs> so, anyway. you know, if that ever happens. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. But other than that, I have, like, nothing. I'm, I'm a boring-ass adult. That's what I am. Yeah. Video games consume my life. My plants consume my life. That's about it. Works same. Same shit. Ooh, we went and saw Top Gun. How was it? Pleasantly surprised. Okay. Yeah, they uh, had F-18s. They had the birds that I used to work on, work on and launch and recover. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. When they find the original one? 15s. 14s. 14s, yes. 14s. But they had the F-18s, and I was like, whoo, it's good. It's really intense at some places. You know, I mean, it's been so long since the original one came out, and you're like, okay, well, let's just see how this goes. Yeah. Uh, but it was really good. I'm not going to give any spoilers no or spoilers, anything, yeah. but I would totally recommend, and I don't usually recommend sequels, but okay. I would recommend going to see that one. It was really good. All so. right. Well, we'll put it on the list for sure. Yeah, I've heard yeah. a lot of good good r- raves, really, about it. Yeah. Like, even our yeah, Discord I've... was going hard about how good the movie was. So. Yeah, I was, uh, I mean, we... I wasn't really sure what to expect. It's a sequel. Yeah. It is what it is. And, you know, we had nothing better to do. So we're like, hey, let's just, let's go watch it. So uh, in it, the theater here, we haven't been to since we moved here. So this was our first time. Girl, they have a bar inside the movie theater. Nice. And then you get to your seat and it is like a leather reclining seat where you push a button and your feet come up and you can like lean ah. your chair back. I was like. At home, I get another ticket because I'm not getting out of this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was awesome. Very clean. It was very well put together. I was like, fuck nice. yes. So, well, we know where Sabrina's going to watch movies from now on. Exactly. I was like, I need one of these for my room, man. This is amazing. <laughs> you can get it for your living room. I'm telling you. Totally worth it. Though, uh, fun fact uh, they filmed a part of that movie on. Whidbey Island, like the base that I was on. Oh, cool. And for a week, they had, like, a very small window of time that you could go by and, like, see the set and talk to, like, some of the stunt people. And I didn't get to do that because I was working all the time. But it was there. I thought that was pretty cool. So I was there when they were filming it. Not to well, brag. Well, there you go. But, I mean, <laughs> like I- <laughs> the only thing I kept, the thing that really ruined the whole thing for me was the fact that I knew that Tom Cruise was a Scientologist, and it just... Hey, everybody's allowed to believe what they want to believe, okay? I know, but I mean, come on. You're better than that, Tom Cruise. You're I'll know the that. Flying Spaghetti Monster, okay? So let's, let's there just we go. go. <laughs> All right. Touche, touche. Uh-huh. All right. But so- he, did, he did a great job. It was a great movie. Very well put together. Totally recommend. 10 of 10, go see. Okay. 10 of 10. Moving on. 10 of 10. And, uh, you know. Okay, so my topic today. Okay, before I tell you my topic, let me just say you almost got a topic on trees. And that was because I found a very interesting article, and I was like, ooh, I could do this. And so I tried to send it to myself in Messenger so I didn't lose it, and I ended up sending it to myself 12 times. And I was like, okay, clearly this topic is not going to be talked about. Oh, man. Just because (laughs) 
<laughs> just because I was overly excited about it. I was like, I need to cool my jets. Oh, man. It would have been such a passionate topic. You should have done it. <laughs> oh, now I'm very sad. Okay. Well, well. It, to be put on the back burner, just know. <sighs> we have so many point. back burner topics. The back of our stove is so messy. <laughs> At some point, I need to go back there and clean it all out. But that's all right. Okay. So today's topic is murder, clearly. Oh, mm-hmm. And today, I am going to be talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, good. I, yeah, you you <laughs> hesitated. And I was like, fuck, she's going to say the dude's name that I'm talking about. And it's just going to be a, a duo topic. Well, but no, no. I, you know, I'm waiting for that day to happen. There's still it will. Time. It will. There's still time. I'm sure it will. Okay. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, he was, um, yeah, was. He's dead now. Uh, Spoiler alert, sorry. He was uh, an American serial killer and sex offender. He was born, yes, sociopath, personality disorder. Enjoyed the taste of human skin. Anyway, continue. Cannibal. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's got it all. Okay. <laughs> the guy is out there. Um, he was born on May 21st, 1960. So yay. There we are. Uh, between the years of 1978 and 1991, Dahmer murdered a total of 17 males in a truly horrific fashion. All of this included... Rape, dismemberment, necrophilia, cannibalism. Uh, he even tried to perform surgery on these people while they were alive. And we will get to that. I did not know that part while I was doing this research. So don't worry, I didn't either. All right. Well, well some new information on some this. Fucking lobotomies. Got it. <laughs> uh, by most accounts, Dahmer had a normal childhood. I have a hard time believing that part. I feel like this is already lying to us. (laughs) However, uh, something happened and he became withdrawn and uncommunicative. As he got older, he began showing the signs, no interest in hobbies or social interaction. uh, When he entered adolescence, uh, turning to instead examining animal carcasses and heavy drinking. Keep in mind, he's an adolescent. So, He's, like, drinking and examining dead animals. I'm thinking dead animals is, like, a common theme in all of these. Yes. That and, like, cutting off toes and feet, and I don't understand that. But another topic for another day. Okay. Uh, His drinking continued throughout high school, but it didn't stop him from graduating. Uh, He graduated in 1978. Just three weeks later, at the age of 18, Dahmer committed his first murder. Oh. Starting young. Got it, you know, goals. Hitting them. I'm, I'm pain. Um, due to his parents unfolding divorce that summer, Jeffrey was left in the family home alone. He seized the opportunity to act oh. on dark thoughts and, that had been growing in his mind. So, Excellent. Yes. Home alone. Home Alone, this is a whole different story, though. Yes. Just going to say. Yeah. Uh, He picked up a hitchhiker named Stephen Hicks and offered to take him back to his father's house to drink beer. But when Hicks decided to leave, Dahmer hit him on the back of the head 
with a 10 pound dumbbell. Um, then he dis- dissected, dissolved, and pulverized and scattered uh, the remains throughout his backyard. And later admitted killing him simply because he wanted Hicks to stay. Well, he's there forever now. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So Dahmer got pissed off because Hicks wanted to go. So he hit him him in the back of the head with a 10 pound dumbbell, dissected the body, dissolved what he could, pulverized the rest and shattered and then spread the remains throughout the backyard. Just in case you didn't get it the first time. The first time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Dahmer did attend college, but uh, dropped out due to his alcoholism. After that, his father forced him to enlist in the army because why not? Let's just give him a weapon. Um, Where he served as a combat medic in Germany from 1979 to 1981. However, he never kicked the habit of alcoholism and was discharged that spring. Moving back home to Ohio. Can we just. Mm-hmm. It had to have been pretty bad at alcoholism because I don't know if you've ever met military people, but. We like to drink. It's like a staple. A lot. Yes. Like. Like 90% of military. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to, you know. Yeah. I mean, he would have had to, even like medics. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're in the military, you're drinking. Yes. So the only thing I can think of is he showed up to work like Jurassic severely Park. intoxicated. Yeah. Often. Yeah. Which Probable. sometimes happens. Yes. Okay. But anyway. Anyways. Uh, however, blah, 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 JK, uh, after his drinking continued to cause problems, his father sent him to live with his grandmother in West Alice, Wisconsin. By 1985, he was frequently frequenting. Same thing. Frequenting gay bathhouses where he would drug men and rape them as they lay unconscious. Uh, although he was arrested twice for the incidents for indecent. In- oh, my goodness. OK, I'm going to get this right. We're going to nail it this time. Although he was arrested twice for incidents of indecent in- exposure in 1982 and 1986, he only faced probation and was not charged for the rapes. There we have it. Nailed it. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, we let him go. Yeah. We let him go again. Yeah. Okay. Stephen Tuomi, T-U-O-M-I, Tuomi, sure. uh, was his second victim. Killed in September of 1987, Dahmer picked him up from a bar, took him back to his hotel room where he woke up the next morning to Stephen's beaten dead body. Dahmer later stated that he had no memory of actually murdering Stephen, implying that he had committed the crime on some sort of blacked out impulse. The killings occurred. Oh, oh, we're moving on. So Dahmer, okay. His confession. I listened to a lot of his confessions, like go on YouTube. There are a million videos you can watch about his confession, okay? Um, But he does claim that he does not remember. He he knows that he killed him, but he doesn't remember like he does the rest of them. He he doesn't remember. And it said he's 
I don't, I can't remember if it was him or the cops, but something was wrong with uh, Steven's chest. And it was almost like he was either trying to, I can't remember. It was almost like he beat it so hard. Like he was trying to rip his heart out or something. It was, it was, it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. Okay. So we're moving on. I lost my spot. Give me a minute. Uh, okay. The killings occurred sporadically after Stephen, with two victims in 88, one in 89, and four in 1990. He continued to lure unexpecting men from bars or solicited prostitutes, whom he then drug, rape, and strangle. At this point, though, Dahmer also began carrying out a particular disturbing act with the corpses continuing to use the bodies for intercourse, taking photographs of their dismemberment process, preserving with uh, scientific precision his victim's skulls and genitals for display, and even retaining parts for consumption. He was going to make an altar. We're going to get into that. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I watched something recently or saw pictures or an article or something like he had this whole elaborate thing drawn out. Yes, I have the drawing. Yep. Okay. And that is going on the website. So people don't think that we're demented or I mean, I'm sure they probably already do considering what we talk (laughs) about, but there is an actual drawing. Okay. Um, I lost this one again. Why do I keep doing that? Okay. During this period, Uh, Dahmer was arrested for an incident at a job at the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory where he drug and sexually fondled a 13-year-old boy. Oh, no. (sighs) For this, he was given a sentence of five years probation, one year at a work release camp, and was required to register as a sex offender. He was released two months early from the work program and subsequently moved to Milwaukee apart moved into a Milwaukee apartment in May of 1990 there uh despite regular appointments with his probation officer he would remain free to commit four murders that year and eight more in 91 we're literally making this fucker go see a probation officer while he's murdering people 12 people. Yeah. Fantastic. That's pretty good. This is what's wrong with our justice system, people. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Dahmer began killing around one person each week by the summer of 91. He became infatuated with the idea that he could turn his victims into zombies to act as youthful, submissive sex partners. He used many different techniques, such as drilling holes into their skull and injecting hydraulic acid or boiling water into the brains. Soon, neighbors began to complain about strange noises and awful smells coming from Dahmer's apartment. On one occasion, a lobotomized victim. Uh, left unattended, made it out, out to the street to ask several bystanders for help. 
When Dahmer returned, however, he was successful. Success. He successfully convinced the police that the irrational young man was simply his extremely intoxicated boyfriend. The officers failed to run a background check and would have that would have revealed Dahmer's sex offender s- status, allowing him to narrowly escape his fate for a little while longer. Here's the kicker that I uh, saw on one of my videos. When they brought that guy back to his apartment, they didn't check the house. They were just in the living room. If they would have just opened up the bedroom door, Dahmer had a body in his bedroom. And he said, I was worried that they were going to catch me because I hadn't gotten rid of that. My last victim, his body was still in my, my bedroom. What in the fuck? It's because he's a single white dude. Let's be real. (sighs) Damn. Typical white dude. Damn white Can't be a threat. It's crazy. Moving on. The body was in his bedroom and they didn't open the door. Like the smell didn't like warrant them to want to look at things. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how bad your house would have to smell for you not to be able to smell a dead body? Well, and it also depends on how long. I don't know how long the body was, how long the person was dead. But still. Yeah. All they had to do is open up the bedroom. Like the cops were in his house. And this poor guy that was lobotomized, like they just left him with Dahmer. So Ooh. clearly. Yes. Is he's now no longer with us. Yes. Okay. <sighs> All right. On June twenty second, ninety one, Dahmer lured Lord uh Tracy Edwards into his home with the promise of cash in exchange for his company while inside uh, Tracy was then forced into the bedroom by Dahmer with a butcher knife during the struggle. Tracy was able to get free and escape out into the streets where he flagged down a police car. When the police arrived this time at Dahmer's apartment, Tracy alerted them to the knife that was in the bedroom. Upon entering the bedroom, the officers found pictures of dead bodies and dismembered limbs that allowed them to finally place Dahmer under arrest. Further investigation of the home, are you ready for this? Led them to find severed heads in the refrigerator, three more severed heads throughout the apartment, multiple photographs of victims, and more human remains in his refrigerator. A total of seven skulls were found in his apartment, as well as a human heart in the freezer. An altar was also constructed with candles and human skulls in the closet. After being taken into custody, Dahmer confessed and began divulging the gruesome details of his crimes to the authority. Now, I don't have the actual confession, but I mean, it's everywhere on the Internet if you want to read it all. Um, But I am going to kind of do this little bit here. And that kind of explains some of it. It's some of his confession and just some more information about his arrest. Uh, Beginning in the early hours of July 23rd, 91, Dahmer was questioned by Detective Patrick Kennedy as to the murders he had committed and the evidence found in his apartment. Over the following two weeks, Kennedy and later Detective Dennis Murphy conducted numerous interviews with Dahmer which when combined totaled a total totaled over 60 hours. 
Dahmer waived his right to have a lawyer present throughout his interrogations, adding he wished to confess as he had, quote, created this horror and it only makes sense I do everything to put an end to it. He readily admitted to having murdered 16 young men in Wisconsin, Wisconsin since 1987 with one further victim, Stephen Hicks, killed in Ohio back in 78. Most of Dahmer's victims had been rendered unconscious prior to the murder, although some had died as a result of having acid or boiling water injected into their brains. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, as he had no memory of the murder of his second victim, Stephen, he was unsure whether he was conscious or beaten to death, although it did coincide with the possibility that his viewing oh the chest we talked about the chest yeah. uh almost all the murders Dahmer committed after moving into the Oxford apartments had involved a ritual of posing the victim's body in suggestive positions typically with the chest thrust outwards prior to dismemberment so he puffed them out before he dismembered them that's just that's lovely. <sighs> All right. Dahmer uh, readily admitted to engaging in necrophilia with several of his victims' body, including bef- performing sex acts, sex acts with their head as he dismembered their bodies in his bathtub. I probably should have read that part before <laughs> recording. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Wow. I just kind of skimmed through this part because I was like, okay, it's a confession. We'll just, all right. Having noted that much of the blood pulled inside the victim's chest after death, Dahmer removed their internal organs, then suspended the torso. So the blood drained into the bathtub before dicing any, uh, drained into the bathtub before dicing any organs he did not wish to retain. And, Oh, God. He skinned them. Wow. Skinned the bodies. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess you would have to do that if you plan on saving the meat. The meat, yeah. But still. Ooh, okay. The bones he wished to dispose of were uh, pervolat... Pulverized. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Yep. Pulverized. (laughs) And acidified with Solix, S-O-I-L-E-X, Solix, and sure. bleach solution. Oh, okay. Uh, used to aid in the preservation of skeletons and skulls he wished to keep. In addition, Dahmer confessed to having consumed hearts, livers, biceps, and portion of the thighs of several victims he had killed within the previous year. After often tenderizing the flesh and organs prior to consuming them in meal. Oh, I tried. Guys, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> consuming them in meals flavored with various condiments. Yum. This is delicious. It almost makes me want to become a vegetarian. Just almost, but I love my cheeseburger. So, um, Okay, describing the increase in his rate of killing in the two months prior to his arrest, Dahmer stated uh, he had been completely swept along with his consumption to kill, adding, 
it was uh, an insistent and never-ending desire to be with someone at whatever cost. Someone good-looking, really nice. It just filled my thoughts all day. He was asked why he preserved a total of seven skulls and uh, the entire skeleton of two victims. Dahmer stated that he had been in the process of constructing a private altar of victim skulls, which he had intended to display on the back table located in his living room, upon which he had photographed the bodies of many of his victims. So in this little diagram, well, here, I'll just, I'll describe it. So this display of skulls was to be, at each side with a complete skeleton on either side of Miller and Lacey. The four severed heads found in his kitchen were to be removed of all flesh and used in his altar as the skull of at least one future victim. Incense sticks were placed at each end of the black table above which Dahmer intended to place a large blue lamp with extending blue globe lights. The entire construction was to be placed before a window covered with black shower curtain in front of which Dahmer intended to sit in a black leather chair. When asked in a November 18th interview whom the altar was dedicated to, Dahmer replied, myself, it was a place where I could feel at home. He further described his... uh, intended altar as a place for meditation where he believed he could draw a sense of power adding if this his arrest hadn't had happened six months later uh that's what they would have found so he was predicting that if he got caught six months later his altar would have been complete Okay, I don't know who can meditate with a bunch of skulls staring at him knowing damn well that you murdered him yeah, no, that's the problem. It's that whole back to the freaking murder types. He's the power-driven one. You know, we joke about friends don't stab friends and all this other stuff, but seriously, like, how do you sleep at night? A human altar. Well, he murders people, that's how. Brings him a Ugh. sense of peace and a purpose in life, clearly. That's insane. Uh, that yes. Insane. All right. Almost done. We're almost done. Hang with me, folks. We're almost done. Anyways, Dahmer was uh, indicted on 15 murder charges, and the trial began on January 30th, 92. Even though the evidence against him was overwhelming, Dahmer pled insanity, of course he would, as his defense due to the nature of his increasing, incredibly disturbing and uncomfortable impulses. Following two weeks of trial, the court declared him sane and guilty on 15 counts of murder. Woohoo! Our justice system finally got it right! Uh, <laughs> Took him a was, little while. <laughs> he was sentenced to 15 life terms for a total of 957 years in prison. In May of that same year, he entered a guilty plea for the murder of his first victim, Stephen Hicks, and received an additional life sentence. Dahmer served his time in Columbia Correctional Institution in Wisconsin. During this time in prison, Dahmer expressed remorse for his actions and wished for his own death. 
He also read the Bible and declared himself a born-again Christian, okay, uh, ready for his final judgment. He was attacked twice by fellow inmates. The first time, the first attempt was to slice his neck open, leaving him with only superficial wounds. However, he was attacked a second time on November 28, 1994, by an inmate as they cleaned one of the prison showers. Dahmer was found still alive, but died on the way to the hospital from severe head trauma. Wonder if they poked a hole in his brain and gave him some. Oh, you know, water. that is not where I thought you were going with poking things, but <laughs> I doubt they poked a hole in his brain. Well, he may have dropped the soap. Yeah, don't do that. Just it's down there now. Yep. Yep. So that is uh, what I got on old Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, I am going to say if you do decide to Google or YouTube his confessions, he is a very intelligent man, but when he talks, I don't know if it's because I, I know he's killed 15 people or the world knows he's killed 15 people, but the way that he talks just sends chills down your spine. He's very kind of soft-spoken, and he just... Ugh. It's like, I don't know, like closet gay gone wrong is almost what this whole story seems like. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Like, it almost, I, because my brain doesn't work this way. It's almost like most of these people just, I don't know, get this, like, nirvana from fucking murdering. And then it's like a fucking drug addiction. Like, they can't feel the same unless they're fucking murdering somebody. It's crazy. You might be onto something. I've never murdered anybody, so. But I didn't realize he looked, tried to lobotomize one of the people. I like I was just like I've seen like pictures and stuff of his stuff, and I heard about one of the guys escaping and then getting taken back. But I don't think that thing said it like he was in the process of being lobotomized. Like what the fuck? That's insane. What the fuck? I mean, they were just trying to, like, like, the first guy was just going over to his house to have a few beers. He's like, okay, I'm ready to go. And, like, offended him. Yeah, he just fucking flipped a switch and Dahmer went crazy. The one thing that I I did learn watching, like, the the confession and watching some of the documentaries is Jeffrey Dahmer did not want to be alone. He just wanted somebody to be there 24-7. They kept killing him. Yeah, stop killing him. Like, find an actual relationship. But if you're into that, like, whips and chains thing, there's like a whole group of people or a whole group that does that. Like, go hook up with them. They'll help you out. Yeah, they might not have been so keen if they found out he was a freaking murderer, though. Well, he would have to murder. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's always people out there that have the same interests in you. You just got to find them. Yeah, but it's when okay. socially awkward and clearly well, he was. We have the, well, then again, the one like, thing we do have that he didn't have was we do have the internet. You can find your people. You can. You can find your people. There's, you just got to find them. You just got to go on Reddit. I'm sure they exist on Reddit. Yes. Yes. And don't murder people. And people don't judge other people if they have something that you think is weird. 
Because there's a whole group of people out there that it's not weird to. Easier said than done. We are very judgmental creatures. Well. Something about big brains and opposable thumbs or something. It's your fault, isn't it? <laughs> Damn it's thumbs. thumbs fault. <laughs> okay, well, uh, two weird things is my dude also murdered people and for whatever reason kept their skins, but it was women, not men. And two, it was in Wisconsin. So clearly there's something going what? on. What? <laughs> Stop eating the cheese, people. Stop <laughs> eating the cheese. Like 80 years earlier-ish. Nah, not even. Like 30 years earlier-ish. But yes. Dahmer's dad. Here we go. Wisconsin. Let's hear the prequel. Wisconsin. So mine is about Ed Gein. I keep wanting to say Gein, but it's Gein. Okay. All right. So... Clearly had mommy issues, like hardcore fucking mommy issues. Have you heard of Ed Gein? I have heard the name. Okay, well. I, I don't know a lot about him. So. He was in my oh. my life, World's Most Haunted Places. But interestingly enough, the title of it is Psycho House. But there's oh. nothing about hauntings in it. It's just about his murder story. Well, let's hear it. So... A little back, background info on old Ed is his mother was psychotically religious and, like, not in a good way. Like, she was to the point where she believed all women were the vessel of the devil and they were made to entice men to do wrong. Oh, wow. She took that evening, like, to heart. To heart. And she was the only woman on the planet that wasn't a vessel of the devil. She was only in, you know, like, she was on the earth to make sure that her kids weren't corrupted. Okay? So, somehow, she convinced her extremely alcoholic husband to move them into the middle of fucking nowhere, Plains, 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 Plainfield, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. 150-acre farmhouse. Wow. Legitimately, like... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yes. And the only time Ed could leave the house was to go to school. And even then, his mother would flip shit if he found out he was talking to people while at school. He wasn't allowed to make friends. He wasn't allowed to socialize. He wasn't allowed to have a girlfriend. Okay. How's she going to know if he socializes? I don't fucking know. It's school. I don't know. But all like the teachers and his classmates said he always stayed to himself. Like he didn't play during playtime. Like <sighs> no recess time. He was very smart. He did really well in school. But yeah, he had no distractions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, of course, you know, growing up, he did a lot of farm life type work stuff, and yes, but in this weird psychological. It's almost like Freud. Ooh. You know, like obsessed with his mother type thing. Yeah. Okay, so Ed had the same problem going on. Like, loved his mother, adored his mother, and his brother Henry, as they got older, would start talking mad trash about his mother. So clearly Henry made friends without mom knowing. Henry. So. How dare you learn how to be independent? Anyways, so it's assumed Henry had to go that Ed killed his brother, but it was never proven. 
And they never, okay. like, the police force never investigated it. They just said, oh, yeah, cool, he died of asphyxiation. Like, no big deal. So they had the body. They know he was strangled. Yes. So. But he did it himself. Or it was it was an act of God. Okay, so. <laughs> So many interruptions. Uh, so Ed and Henry had gone out to like burn away the fields because they were clearly overgrown. Either that or they were prepping for the next vegetable season. I don't know. Um, so they actually worked throughout the night burning this land. Okay. Which is different. Usually it's a little different, it but back see. then, yeah. I mean. Yep. Yeah. 1940s. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So the fire... Somehow got out of control, probably because Henry was dead. But the fire got out of the control, and it was big enough that the firefighters got involved. So imagine living on okay. 150 acres, and then suddenly the fire yeah. department shows up. Like, fuck. Um, and as the firefighters arrived, Ed told them that Henry had disappeared overnight. Like, they don't know. Like, he didn't know where he was. They were burning the field together, and now he's gone. They found him face down in a marsh. And after a couple of days, this like the coroner said, "Yep, this guy definitely died of asphyxiation." And the cops were like, "Oh, well, it's probably because he was laying face down. You know, he might have passed out from the smoke, or oh, not a big deal, whatever." So, wow, it's assumed. Okay, Ed killed his brother. Yeah, but to Ed, that was a great thing because now it was just him and his mom. Oh. Like he was so excited. It's so sad. <laughs> so a year after Ed's brother's death, his mother died. <gasps> Ed was fucking devastated. So much so that any room that his mother frequented, he shut off. Like he boarded up <gasps> and kind of made like a little shrine to her. Oh my God. Okay. Yes, and then he just kind of moved all of his stuff and just started living in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, whatever. You know his mom haunts that house. Probably. Probably, okay. especially with the level of psychoticness that she existed on. Yeah. Okay. Like most people, when they don't get something throughout their life but they hear about it a lot and now the person keeping you from seeing and looking and reading these things is gone the you now start doing that and guys so, the limit ed then became obsessed with nazi medical experiments human anatomy porn of course he would and horror novels wait porn and horror novels okay like horror like scary stuff Yep. Yep. Okay. So all of those things became very obsessed with. He never attempted to date any women, though. Never. Okay. Never interested. And I have a feeling he only watched porn to like study human bodies, not the act to get off going on. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably like, that's yeah, mom's weird. right. Yes. Something making that kind of noise. I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I'd understand that, too. Okay. So, um, nobody really paid any attention to Ed and his 150 acres of farmhouse. 
because he was usually a loner, never caused any trouble. Every once in a while, he'd go to town and do, like, little odd jobs just to have some money to pay for the land or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, yes. So, this is when everything started to come to light, and it was 1957. And a hardware store owner named Bernice Warden just vanished. And when her son went to go check on her, it was nothing but bloodstains and an open cash register and a receipt with Ed Gein's name on it for antifreeze. Smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So since he was the last person to walk into that store before she went missing, that is who the police went to first. And this is where it gets disgusting. And this is also the idea where Silence of the Lambs, Psycho, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre come from. Lovely. Old Ed Gein. So the cops, not expecting too much from this run-down farmhouse, walk in, and the first thing they see is Bernice hanging upside down in the kitchen. Oh, my God. Tied to the rafters, because it's an old farmhouse, right? So it's just wooden rafters. From her ankles, (sighs) gutted like a deer, and decapitated. Okay. We made it, folks. We made it through that. Decapitated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no head. So, as, you know, that was shocking enough that they now decided they needed to search the whole house. Oh, God. And what they found is disgusting. Okay, so they found a plethora of bones strewn about. Um... Some of them were whole, some of them were fragmented. Uh, He had skulls impaled on his bedposts. He used bowls and kitchen utensils made out of skulls and bones. And he had household items made out of human skin. They found a chair upholstered with human skin, a wastebasket, leggings made from human leg skin, a belt made of nipples, a pair of lips that were used to pull, like, a shade drawstring. Like, these kind of lips. Um, he fast, like fashioned a whole corset made from a female torso. And he had a lampshade made from human face skin, as well as several masks made from faces. When asked why he okay. had human body suits uh-huh. it's because he wanted to feel he wanted to become his mother so that he could feel what it was like to be in her skin okay okay I we need to back up because there's a lot to digest here now I just want to know like when was he wearing this belt of nipples because I'm pretty sure that has never been fashionable, so I I can't help you with that. But my the bigger question is, where did all of these people come from? Okay, yeah, I've got that here. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, when caught, oh, I forgot. Oh no, there's more. Yeah, there is more. They found other skin items as well, <laughs> dismembered body parts. He kept women's fingernails. <gasps> He had four noses, and he had a box with nine different, like, lady genitals in it. And 
lo and behold, they found the remains of Mary Hogan, who was a tavern keeper that disappeared in 1954. But was just chalked up to as missing. I guess she had no family. I don't know. But they never even searched for this woman. Wow. Yeah, so, okay. So, anyway. When confronted, like, where the fuck yeah. did you murder all these women? He's like, oh, I didn't murder them. I just dug them up out of three different grave sites at nighttime. <sighs> yes. Wow. So, <laughs> two, okay. <laughs> two okay. years after his mother died, he started going to three different local graveyards. And he would wait for somebody to be buried before he would go and dig them up to see if it was a body he wanted. I just have so many questions. <laughs> what? Okay. I, I mean, we gotta, I know it's hard sometimes, but silver lining, he only murdered two people so far. Yeah. The rest of these people were already passed. But still. It's really disgusting. 100%. But, <clears throat> um, a belt of nipples. Okay. Yeah, and most of like the face items and stuff that they found were from people he dug up. Wow. And like, wow. Hold on. For, funny enough. He used like lips, like like kissy lips for, for the, the blinds. Yes. <sighs> Okay. Okay. Please tell me he didn't use feet for like the bottom of the chair. No, it was just okay. skin, like used as leather, I guess. Okay. But during like his confessions and stuff and his trial and whatnot, he denied having sex with the bodies because they smelled bad. He just oh. wanted their skin and some of their body parts so that he could transform into a woman. So the bag of genitalia sitting on the counter is for what? I don't know. Just change it out. Get a new <sighs> look. I don't know. Like the fingernails, he probably uses press-ons or something. I don't know. But he only had like eight of them. Yeah, he just had a few. I guess enough for a whole hand. I don't know. It didn't say how many fingernails. They just said they found fingernails of women. Oh. <sighs> okay. Yes. Um. So. As they were going through the house, they believe that they've, they uncovered at least 40 bodies that he admitted were dug up from graves. Holy shit. And at first they didn't believe him. And so he told them the exact like plot locations that he dug these bodies up and they, they went out there and most of them had been fresh graves like when he did it. So when they dug up the graves, the caskets were only two feet below instead of the whole depth. Oh, and some of them had like body parts put back into it because he said that those were parts that he didn't want like he didn't need those parts. So he returned them. I mean, that was polite. I there suppose. were a couple that were just empty boxes. So they were like, OK. And then there was one where. <laughs> oh, no. So there were two different graves that they looked at one was it had a crowbar in it and then the one like the next one that he tried to dig up he couldn't get the lid off because he lost his crowbar 
Yeah, so it was like a disturbed grave, but the he couldn't get to the contents inside because he left the crowbar in the future <laughs> one, in the past one. Yeah, something so, I would do just FYI, but I'm not digging up graves. But I would misplay something like that because that's you know. So wow. He, he says he remembers going to the grave graveyards with no in, no intention of digging up bodies, and thirty of them he was in a daze like state when he was digging up the body. So. Uh, sometimes he would go to the grave, dig up the grave, but not leave with anything. Again, probably a body. He didn't find anything he wanted. And then um, there was one time that he had friends, I guess. And he clearly had heads like on display at some point, and he kept telling a 16-year-old that they were sent to him from his brother when his brother visited the Philippines. But they were they were heads that he had actually dug up himself. So, like, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What a fucking weirdo. Anyway. So, was he telling these, this teenager that they were fake heads? No, he was telling them they were real strong heads, but they were okay, sent to him. well, that teenager yes. is now fucked for life. yes. Yeah. So, um, so he was arrested, but then during the first trial, he was found not guilty by reasons of insanity in 1957. He was sent to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, and he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh, imagine that. A few days later, the farmhouse mysteriously burned down, and the sheriff, who was Bernice's freaking son... You know, his mother was now wow. murdered. Yes. Didn't think that it was that big of a deal, even if it was caused by arson. Like, they didn't investigate so it or anything. he burned down the house. Probably. The sheriff burned down the house yeah. because of the yeah. disturbing, nobody should ever live there again. Yeah. Let's just light a match. And Got it. When Ed was told that the house was burned down, he's like, okay, that's, that's the way. Like. Cool. He wasn't distraught or anything. Like, just, okay. Wow. Yep. He must have been on some serious medication. He was in jail. <laughs> or the criminally insane hospital. Uh, ten years later, though, Ed was deemed fit to stand trial after ten years of psychotherapy. Um, and was convicted of the murder of Bernice Warden. But just Bernice Warden. He was never actually convicted of the Mary Hogan's murder. And the reason was because the state said it was a waste of money to try and convict him of that. Wow. But you got to think back then there wasn't enough. Like, most of that evidence was probably gone. So Yeah. Well, the house burned down. So there goes all that evidence. Wow. So even though Ed was tried again and found guilty... He was still considered insane, and he would spend the rest of his life in a psycho hospital. So, he did, and he died in some other hospital. It doesn't say. Yeah, Madonna State Hospital in Madison, Wisconsin. He died of a lung infection secondary to cancer. He had lung cancer. Oh, okay. So, he died at 77 due to medical complications, but... Like, he lived forever. But, yeah. I wonder if he ever made friends. 
Probably not. Boy, they'd have a lot to talk about. Well, then again, he was in a hospital for psycho people, so they probably shared psycho stories. There you go. But yeah, yeah. Like when I was reading this, I was like, "Man, this sounds like Silence of the Lambs." And then I was like, "Oh, that's where that's they got why. the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it came from." But yeah, like he didn't show any remorse when he was caught. He was just like, "I just wanted to be my mother." Like what? Yeah. So today we've spoken to you guys about two psychos who really liked <laughs> skulls. I feel like today was a head day. Congratulations, people. Like, and I know like people joke around about like, oh, you got to drink from the skulls of your enemy. But this guy was literally drinking from the skulls and they weren't his enemy. They were just skulls. They were just I bet they skulls. make really good bowls, though, if you think about it. It's not something I would want to eat my cereal out of in the morning. Dishwasher safe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? Put it in the microwave. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. We are fucked up. Okay. Well, like good it, one. It literally puts a whole new meaning to it. Don't they have... The, I want to say that there's some kind of documentary about that story. Oh, probably. I was, like, listening to... a. Somebody did a video blog on it, like a video podcast. Yeah, I think, no, but I think I, I've like, God, what was it? I don't know. You probably watched The Silence of the Lambs or Chains, like Chainsaw Massacre. No, it was about, because when you said the the tavern girl, that's what brought it up. When the, the oh, tavern. Yeah, Mary Hogan. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where I saw it. But anyways, that that was good. That was like well. I just want to know what I'm so drawn to about people that like to dig up graves and keep bodies from the graves. This is the second yeah. one. Yeah, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had the little doll maker one. Yes. too. Fuck. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it is amazing to me what people can get away with. <clears throat> so, those were really gross and interesting topics. You're welcome, G. Yeah. I don't know if you're still listening to these at night or not, but you're welcome. Uh, He's been on vacation, so I don't know if he's he's listening, but I'm sure I will get messages from it. Okay. To be continued on that one. (sighs) All right. Wow. We are some fucked up individuals. So are we being vegans, like vegetarians for the next two days just to get this like visual out of our head? See, I have meat tacos from Taco Bell. <laughs> We're going to be having that for dinner. Scrape so, the meat uh, out. <laughs> you know, we might start tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. But, you know, like, I'm just. Oh, God. Okay. You know. Wow. Uh, Technically, our stories were kind of similar. Two different people, very similar, same state. I have to start checking my cheese, make sure it's not from Wisconsin. (laughs) We love you, Wisconsin. We're just, we kid, we kid. But really, though, I mean, that's two gruesome murder stories. Like serial killers. Like, what in the actual? Well, he's not even really, like, Ed wasn't a serial killer. He was just a fucking weirdo grave. Robber. Grave robber. And so I wonder why he killed the clerk, though. 
The store clerk. I don't know. He was probably just... Oh, there was a, a, a thing. I read it. Hold on. Did he like her face or something since her head was missing? Maybe he liked the shape of her head? No. Ooh, that'd make a really good soup bowl. So, Ed said... That he was messing... She had a twenty two caliber rifle. I'm sure there was some sort of struggle or something going on. But she was killed by a twenty two caliber rifle. And Ed okay. said he couldn't leave her there, so he took her home. Wonder if he tried to rob her. Maybe. I mean that would be the only thing but what would he to need? pull out your gun. Why would he need to rob her? Maybe he thought her skin looked really nice. Very supple for a fifty eight year old woman. Oh man, she would make the perfect bodysuit. Just saying. But like why Her would you kill was... the sheriff's fucking mother? That's the question. Okay, well the real question is why would you kill anybody? Well yes. It doesn't matter but, if the sheriff's mother or not. Like but, she's already dead, so Yeah. Well Weird. Apparently the sheriff d- didn't give a fuck. No. He didn't give a fuck when the brother died. And it was only when his mother died that it was now a ordeal. Anyway, so, yes, um, great, great, great. All right. Well, that concludes another episode of Coffee Chaos Chatter. (laughs) Find us on all the medias. (laughs) We have our own website. If you want to do fantasy football, send us an email so we can sign you up. I think it'll be fun. I'll sign Uh, up. Yes. Please put uh, fantasy football as the subject if you when you email us, yep. and let me know if you're a beginner or if you've played. Uh, we're gonna try to start uh, sorting them and trying to get the the teams together. If I can get two leagues going, I'll try to do that. Um, but yeah, send us an email: coffeecastchatter at gmail dot com. Remember, put fantasy football on the subject line so we know what we're looking at. Or if it's not fantasy um, football, just you know, send us your topics. Yeah, topics, say hey, ask how's it going, we'll we'll write back, we don't bite, join our Discord, yep. I'm telling you, you're missing some serious planting knowledge, <laughs> you don't want to miss out on these loofahs and these cherries, I'm telling you, they're going to be epic. Oh my god, and her bonsais. And my bonsais, I got a little baby bonsai sprout. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Until next time. Is that it? Until next time. Bye. Bye.